What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of High Talk. This is your favorite host, Zion Foster. This episode specifically was recorded before I really had the podcast fleshed out, so it's a bit messy, the audio is a bit rough, but the conversation's great, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we had featured Solana. I met him through Instagram. He's an R&B artist, makes great music, very fun tracks, so... Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. All right, man. Can you introduce yourself to the guests, please? Or listeners, same thing. For sure. So my name is Solana, and I'm a singer-songwriter from Minneapolis. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, man. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I don't even really know how it happened. I was just scrolling Instagram, and somehow "Treat You Right" popped up on my feed. Can we talk about that song a little bit? For sure. Um, it is a song I made it last summer. Um, okay. The uh, the original sample was from a guy, another guy here in Minneapolis, and then I worked with another production partner um he's from new jersey and um i i uh i posted the song on new year's day and um it's gone well it's been like one of my more successful songs yeah that's wild that's good man um can can we talk about the first song you recorded how long ago was that the first song i recorded was like 2015 um, so it's been a little while. I've learned a lot since then. Um, what? Kinda, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just kind of learning. I played bass guitar in a band before. And nice. Band, yeah, when the band broke up, I decided I wanted to do my own project. So I've just been learning for like the last five, six years. Yeah. How, how old were you when you were playing in that band? And what kind of music did you guys play? It was like rock music. It was like, um, I would say it was like Coldplay, but like... Oh, wow. <laughs> gotcha. That sounds interesting. It was cool. It was like with my like best friends, so it was fun. Yeah, definitely. Like making music with your friends is as fun as it gets. Because even if it sucks, like as long as you guys are just grooving, it's all that matters. But um, how did you go from making music like that to making the stuff that you're making now? Well, that's a great question, like, really based off what you just said. Like, the band was great because it was my friends, and it was just fun. But it wasn't necessarily, like, reflective of the music I liked. Mm. Like, you know, towards the end of the band, like, the music was getting heavier. But I was listening to, like, Frank Ocean. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, this isn't, like, this, yeah. Just not reflective, like you said. Exactly. So when the band broke up, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to like learn how to make beats. And, like, right. It kind of gave you that opportunity to explore. Exactly. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about what you were listening to. And he said like Frank Ocean, uh, ASAP Rocky. Um, who are some of the people you're listening to right now? Um, I guess it's kind of the same. Like, I still love Frank Ocean. I still... Uh, Don't we all? Yeah, no, <laughs> not very uh, I love um, when 
I heard like Party Next Door in like 2014, and that really transformed my idea of like what R&B could be. So I I'm a huge fan of him. Hell yeah. Um, another unoriginal one is I love Drake, like the way that he can sing and do melody. Um, hey man, there's nothing wrong with like appreciating the people who are great at what they do. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> How did you kind of, or I guess a better way to phrase this question would be, can you tell me about your relationship with music? Like, how did it start when you were a kid? What kind of stuff did your parents listen to? Or was that even a thing? Yeah, I would say it could relate when I was younger into with my parents and that they like classic rock. Um, and so that kind of, I like to sample classic rocks or like, you know, old songs. Sometimes. Yeah. And then, uh, um, I played in the band, you know, late high school into my early twenties. And then, um, uh, I also, I sang in the choir in college. That was a dope experience. Nice. Yeah. Kind of introduced me to like, just other, uh, worldly like you know like italian songs yeah stuff like that right not just kind of what like you're gravitating to on your own for sure for sure um so it's always something that's important to me um and i like i really like even though i do like asap rocky and young thug and future i also really appreciate lyrics that like are a real thing or like a real story yeah. Wow, that's actually really interesting that you say that because one of the thoughts that I had when I was listening to your tracks earlier is that like it seems like the approach to your songs is most of the time is like retelling a story, but it's not as if you're telling it to the listeners, but you're kind of like walking through the story with the person that you experienced it with, like trying to bring up nostalgia almost. Man, that's a gem. I love that. Thank you. Damn. That's the yeah. exact vibe that I got from Plaza Hotel. Like, it feels like you're reminiscing over something. Damn, God damn, man. Yeah, too much. <laughs> so, I was going to ask, I was going to ask if that song was about, like, a specific person or not, but I guess that kind of answers the question. Of course. Yeah. 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 We all know the feeling. Oh, oh yeah. Um, wow, man, that's, that's on point. So would you say, I guess you already said, like, you kind of really appreciate songs that are just telling stories. Yes. Um, for me personally, like, I'm definitely a, a romantic person, like whether it's real or not, I tend to romanticize something. Right. So whether it's like, it, and it's usually like with a woman. So whether it's like I've never met her and I just have a crush on her, or whether it's like we were in love or something, um, it tends to be a story about, uh, you know, like something we did or something that stood out to me. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah, I do write songs about other things besides love, but I tend to just keep those to myself. Yeah. That's understandable. Absolutely. Um, I like what you said about how it's usually about something that stuck out to you. Yeah. 
so do you feel like when you're making these songs that you can kind of go back to these moments? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like opening a door and like walking back into like, you know, the room that I was in three years ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. Another thing that I picked up from your lyrics that kind of goes into what you just said is that a lot of them are just like you're talking about the environment that you're in. You're talking about the things that you see. And it's not really always about, or at least from my perspective, it's not always about the feeling that's going on in your head, but your perspective of the situation. Absolutely, yeah. When I'm, when I'm remembering something or whatever, it's, yeah, I want to, like, paint the details. Right. So Create that room so that you can step into it. Exactly. Dope. Dope. Let's see. So, we talked a bit about the first song that you recorded. Um, when you first recorded that, like, what was exciting about it? What was uh, intimidating about the process? So what was it like? Like when I first started recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just what, what did you feel comfortable with off the bat? What felt like you needed to work on? Were there things that made you, like, scared to record sometimes? I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I felt, com- I, I felt comfortable. There's nothing I was really scared of. Um, I mean, I was aware there was things I needed to learn. Of course. Um, I would say back when I was first starting, the songs were like a little too personal, where I was like... <laughs> what do you mean by that, too personal? I would say too detailed. Too okay. Detailed to something that was like only specific to me. Right. So it's like other people aren't going to yeah like it doesn't create an idea it's just a memory in your head like without the context of it no one would be able to really understand it or feel it i see what you mean yeah i think you have to walk this line of like yeah like painting a painting a a personal picture and like making it relate like universal and relatable yeah exactly um i like how you said walking the line like when when you step into this like uh space of creation like you said it's got to be about being genuine and making sure that it tells the story that you want to tell but if you want to share your art you're also at the same time going to need to make sure that people can relate to that um do you feel like you often have situations where it's like um trade-offs in that sense that you don't feel comfortable with? Absolutely, yeah. Um, kind of like how I was saying, like sometimes there might be something I'll write, and maybe it's about like a family matter or something. And once I write it, then it's just done. I'm like, I'm not going to record that and share that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cool. That's understandable. I uh, kind of do the same thing when I write poetry. Like sometimes um, it's just to let it out, you know? It doesn't have to be to share. Exactly. Or it could come back in a different form. You never know. That's true. And so how would you say things have changed recording your first song from the songs that you uh, sent to my email, which were great, by the way, I can't wait for all the, uh, the audience to get to hear these tracks. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, it's, I'm just 
way more confident just because I've done it a lot more. Mm. I write, I also write much more rapidly. Like five years ago, it would take me months to make a song, where now I can make one. Not all the time, but sometimes it happens in like days. Yeah. Um, man, really nothing besides just like practice and then you get better and you do it. Yeah. You learn what you do well and what you like and how to get there. Absolutely. It's just like as simple as it gets, or not necessarily simple, but straightforward. And uh, that's how it goes in any field. So it's good to hear that, man. And it's it's definitely uh, noticeable in the music. Like I listened to your track. I think it was called Sugar or something. It was like one of the first tracks, yeah, on Apple Music. Um, and that track compared to something like Treat Me Right or uh, I Got You, it's just like you can really tell that you've um, gotten more comfortable making certain decisions in production. And speaking of production, uh, do you do it all yourself? No. I uh, Generally, a song starts with me. Like, um, you know, I can I have an iPad, and then I use my MacBook uh, to make the beat. Um, yeah, man. I've seen you making beats on the iPad on your story, and that's just crazy. <laughs> it's so good. It's a great tool and it's great uh it's so accessible and you can do so much i think it really i i mean i think more people could do it it really gives you like like i've made songs like on planes like you you, you can be out and about and like make right about it. that's really crazy how like something like that entirely changes music like you're on a plane and you have an idea you can instantly start working on them that on that idea right there, you know. Yeah, I love it. Um, I think it's really cool that you feel that way though, because I know a lot of uh, people want like physicality when making beats, so they prefer like drum machines that they can actually kind of like feel out more. Yeah, I like that. I like that stuff too. But um, yeah, the accessibility <laughs> is the trade-off for you. For sure. Exactly. Understandable. Understandable for sure. Let's see here. Um, I think that we may have hit this a little bit, but would you say that your lyrics are directed to specific people every time or just about like the feeling of love? Like, you know, something that exists in your heart, but maybe not for a specific person. Man, that's another fucking great point. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's both. Like, there are some that it's like, this is clearly this person. Right. And then there are some, uh, I have a, my main, like, writing production partner. You know, when, when I'm in Los Angeles and I write with him, that generally tends to go in the direction of, like, this is just a general feeling. Right. Of, like, of love. Dope. Yeah. Step into, like... The moment you're creating a song, what's the thought process? I would say the when I'm creating the song, it's generally I'm it's in my bedroom or a hotel room, so I'm generally alone, and so it can kind of be about whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the lyrical content, I just have like a notepad in my phone, so like 
just constantly throughout the day, I just like jot down something that crosses my mind. Same. Like, like, oh, this would be good. And then like those things kind of emerge into. You kind of, it kind of lets you see where your subconscious is. Yeah. Totally. I do the exact same thing. That's wild. I think everybody should do it. It's like a great exercise to look like, wow, I think about this a lot. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but as far as like the studio, a lot of the times the only thing I do in the studio is like the vocals. So like I'll go somewhere to like record like a good vocal track and then my mindset is just like, I want to sing well. <laughs> right, yeah, because you've already got the rest of the track built. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, I think this is going to be my last question, but it's a rapid-fire question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Favorite song right now. Go. Oh, man. Uh, hit different. <laughs> nice. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I think mine would have to be, um, damn, Fading by Tarah Imoa. Mm, I don't know that. Let's check it out. Yeah, is great. I think I'm saying it right. I know the the guy's real name is Chaz. He does a lot of dance stuff. But uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Solana. It's been great talking to you, man. Um, I really appreciate like you uh, giving me more insight into your art, and I'm excited to see where you go the next couple of years. Of course. Traffic lights and speaking knocks. 10 p.m. on summer night.